Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone is having an absolutely amazing day today. And there's something i got to bring up again, because I've noticed this is becoming more of a problem across all websites, including a lot of alternative media sites. Not ours, though. Not Hagman's. Not a few other ones, but a large percentage of them, and I'm getting pretty tired of it, is the consistent and incessant need to constantly track you with cookies in anything and everything you do online. Almost every single site I go to now, they constantly, to continue, you have to agree to accept cookies. I'm like, XL? Nope. Not this website. Not this website. Not this website. And then I saw another one pop up. They said, by continuing to browse our site, you agree to our use of cookies and policy. Agree and close. So X that out. Nope. And I'm getting to the point now. And the reason why I'm bringing this up, if you guys wonder, what we're seeing now with these platforms, with these social media sites, everything's being intertwined into this giant Internet of things that monitor, track, and assess everything you do. Okay, so follow me here. What they have realized with the social media platforms, and this is why it's so important that young teenagers and kids do not have these platforms accessible to them whatsoever, is that these platforms build algorithms based on each individual account. You don't think I'm accurate? Go do some research on it and go do a search engine run, and you'll find out exactly what I'm talking about. You look at films like Snowden. You look at films like The Social Dilemma. You find out real quick how much will be monitored. And now an incident occurred in another congressional hearing that pretty much these congressional hearings with Facebook and Twitter, they're just a facade to make people think they're actually going to do something. Congress is going to do something. Congress is never going to do anything because they don't have the power to control these social media giants because these social media giants have their autonomy and their strength from the CIA and the NSA. They work directly with them. For example, now, Missouri Republican Senator Josh Hawley, which I have to say he has been the spearhead on a lot of this stuff with social media, but he still has not done anything. He called out Zuckerberg yesterday. And what is now being found, this is interesting. I'll read you some of the transcript of it. He says, Mr. Zuckerberg, tell me about Centra, C-E-N-T-R-A. What is the Facebook internal tool called Centra? And Zuckerberg goes, Senator, I'm not aware of any tool with that name. Complete and total lies. And so Howley answered by putting up photos they have now leaked from Facebook showing the tool in use. He said, let me refresh your memory, Zuckerberg. This is a demonstration over my shoulder. Centra is a tool that Facebook uses to track its users, not on Facebook, but across the entire Internet. Centra tracks different profiles that users visit via cookies, their message recipients, their linked accounts, the pages they visit all around the web. Centra also uses behavioral data to monitor users' accounts, even if those accounts are registered under a different name. Now, pretty much what I'm telling you guys right now, if you guys want to rewind that and listen to it again, when you have Facebook on your phone, and you use Facebook, and you have the app downloaded on your phone, Centra is a tool that Facebook uses now to literally follow you like a cockroach everywhere you go. Every keystroke, every profile, every photo, every search engine, every single thing you do, Facebook is peeping over your shoulder. 
This is why they have cookies on all these different websites now, including alternative media websites. These cookies are designed to integrate with Centra and Facebook and every other social media platform, including Alphabet, which is basically the main head of Google, so they build a profile on you. They have now shown that just a few simple hours on the Internet, not even social media platforms, just a few simple hours on the Internet, they can build a pretty reliable platform to pretty much say what you're interested in, what you like to look at, what you like to buy, where you like to go, who you like to talk to, and then pretty much the list goes on the line. Now you throw social media algorithm platforms in there. Remember, social media, when you turn on, say, Instagram or Facebook, and you give them permission to have your microphone phone and your camera, which they automatically do unless you turn them off. They listen to your phone all the time. Everything you do around your phone, it's recorded. When you're on Facebook or Instagram and you're swiping through, the camera's on, it's looking at you. They actually monitor how long you look at a certain post. They look at your pupil dilation. They look at your facial expression. They look at your skin. Is it flushing? Is it cold? Are you excited? Are you irritated? They literally are building a giant platform on you and an algorithm on you so that any point in time, they have to go, oh, we need to look at Mr. John here. Click, boom, phew, a giant profile of every single thing you've looked at, every post you've looked at, every post you've liked, every single type of engagement you've had on the Internet. They have it recorded. This is why I've told everyone, be very, very cautious on these social media platforms. It's bad enough to use them for business and to get truth out, for it, but that's the only option we have in some cases on these platforms that are so big. But this is why it's crucial that we really hold these guys accountable, if that's even possible. I don't even know anymore. But I just want to kind of bring that up. This is why here at Health Masters, we don't have cookies enabled. We have Google completely disabled on our website. We do not track. We do not monitor. We do not sell any type of data information. Now, of course, that information is very profitable. That's why a lot of these alternative media websites turn them on. They sell it to Google. And they can get a significant amount of money for it if they have a large viewership or large visitor base to their website. That is not something we're going to do. We had it a long time ago. We didn't even know it was on by our IT guy. I've told you guys this before. Ted and I both had him turn it off, so we wanted everything disabled. What you look at and where you go on the Internet is not Google's business. It's not Facebook's business. It's not anybody's business, as far as I'm concerned, as long as you're not involved in any nefarious activity. But understand, guys, this is where they're taking this, and this is what his Facebook is doing. And the fact that Zuckerberg downright lies just shows you that they have zero respect for Congress, the Senate, or the American populace. But I just want to kind of start off with that this morning, Dad. Well, you know, also that very, very well said. You know, yesterday I quoted some of Klaus Martin Schwab. He's a Jewish fellow who's a German engineer and economist, and he's best known as the father and the founder, the executive chairman of the World Economic Forum. And uh, he basically is a very, very smart dude. I mean, he really is. And he's basically trying to bring us into this new world order. Now, you got to ask yourself, what does he want? Well, he's saying now that the Great Reset will lead to implantable microchips that will read your thoughts. Now, this all ties into what you're talking about, Austin, with basically cookies and tracking every single thing you do. Make sure you block cookies on your iPad or your computers. You could, there's a switch. It says block cookies. 
No, do not allow cross-site tracking. Flip all those switches so you can't get cookies or anything else on there because they monitor every single thing you do. It's like you said, Austin, within a couple of hours of monitoring Internet searches, they'll know everything about you. I mean, literally everything. Because what they'll do, they'll have an AI algorithm that will plug in the additional data points based upon your consumer preferences. This is what they want. They want to basically tie us in the fusion of the physical, digital, and the biological identity. This globalist, cabalist, Klaus Schwab, he's made it clear that transhumanism is an integral part of the Great Reset. When he said that the fourth industrial revolution would lead to a fusion of our physical, digital, and biological identity, which he in his book clarifies as implantable microchips that can read your thoughts. Yes, that's where they're going. This agenda, again, is primarily based on about dismantling the current capitalist system in favor of greater centralized technocratic rule, which will lead to a lower living standard, less fuel consumption, fewer civil liberties, in other words, you'll be a slave, and accelerated automation of jobs. Also, they want a 90% population reduction. However, there's another key aspect for this, and he calls it merging man with machine, a fusion of our digital, physical, and biological identities. They want to implant you with microchips that they can read, and they can scan, and they can track, and they can control every thought of your mind every single second. You know, we see the energy fields that are being created now with certain active denial systems that were just used by China and India yesterday, in which they started using microwave beams because they can't use real gunfire, and they started cooking these Chinese soldiers, and they basically ran away, and Indian soldiers and ran away and abandoned their positions because of the active denial systems. These energy fields they create are extremely powerful. This is why they're trying to implement us into a 5G system. Because if they put us into a 5G system, it allows them to control every single thought, every single time. Not to mention what happens when we go into the 6G system and the Internet of Things when every single thing on the planet is controlled through an AI. And I'm going to say this again, and I said it before. I don't believe this is Lucifer's first rodeo. I don't. I believe there are other planets with other life forms. I believe human beings are the only planet that the humans on this planet on Earth are the only group of people that were created in God's image. I believe that. But I believe there's other planets that he's already done this to because he runs about as a roaring lion seeking those whom he may devour. And he wants to take over as many planets as he possibly can in this great battle for the cosmos that we find ourselves in. This is the Pawns in the Game book again by William Guy Carr. And this is where we have found ourselves in the middle of this. Everything we're going to do, everything we're going to say, everything we do on the Internet, everything we're going to read is going to be monitored by an AI. This morning, we got to share something personal with you guys real quick. This past Saturday, I had my birthday party. You know, I, you know it was a week ago Saturday, and uh, November the 7th. And I remember Saturday morning, December the as I said, November the 7th, I was basically here at the house, and I was, uh, you know, birthday parties. Birthday's on the 8th. We have the party on the 7th. And I was praying on Saturday morning. And I started praying for a family member that I haven't seen in my sister. I haven't seen her in, in basically 14 years. And in the middle of this prayer time, you know, because I really don't have a relationship with my sister, I just stopped for a second. I said, Lord, i got to ask you a question. I said, why is it? that I feel the need to pray for my sister every single day. Why is that? I don't understand that. 
I said, she doesn't think about me at all. I haven't heard from her in 14 years. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things. I mean, why am I doing this? And I, I mean, I'm having this really honest conversation with God. And Sharon's in here praying with me. And finally, I said, you know, nevertheless, not mine, but thine will be done, Lord. I will continue to pray for family members who basically have nothing to do with me for various reasons, and I'll continue to do so. And, you know, I just have my little heart-to-heart with God. About four hours later, Harrison had driven out from Tallahassee to see me. And uh, he says to me as he walks in the door, oh, by the way, your sister called me today and told me to wish you a happy 65th birthday. Now, think about that for a second. I haven't heard, I haven't spoken to her in 14 years. And I thought, whoa. And I thought, I started thinking, you know, God, you're so good and you're so real. Here I am complaining to you about this. And the very same day that I pray and complain to you about this, my sister calls my son and speaks highly of me, by the way, and did for several minutes about, you know, my various positive attributes, I guess. And I thought, whoa. And then I get this information from Harrison. You know, and guys, this is the relationship I want all of you to have with the great I am. He's very real. And this morning, we just had a, I mean, we had a, basically a Holy Ghost revival meeting here, prayer time this morning. And we've been having problems with one of my kids and family member, and, and we've been able to re- get that resolved the last couple of days, we hope. And all of a sudden, I'm praying this morning, and guys, I'm, this is really personal, okay? So I hope you don't mind me telling you this stuff. And I'm praying with Sharon out loud, and I, and I, and I have a really bad vision that God showed me something, and I yelled, I bind that in Jesus' name. And at the exact same time, Sharon yells, I bind that in Jesus' name. Now remember, she's listening. She's already prayed. I'm praying. I have this vision. I yell, I bind that in Jesus' name because I'm not going to receive it. She yells at the exact same time, I bind that in Jesus' name. And she has no idea why. We have no idea what we're both binding. And finally, I looked at Sharon, and I said, I just had a vision about Katy Perry accepting Satan as her Lord and Master. And Sharon looked at me and said, I just had the exact same vision at the exact same time. And we both yelled, I bind that in Jesus' name. Guys, let me tell you something. I'm hoping you got goosebumps all over you right now because I had my hair standing up on my arms when that happened this morning. Holy Spirit infused into the house, filled the house. And, I mean, we had us a prayer meeting this morning. I mean, I really prayed for you guys today. And so... I want you to understand what Christianity is. Last night I spent several hours with a young man who's dating a younger girl. Who, you know, she's about 15 years younger than him. And, and I basically told him, I said, look, I said, here's the deal. You know, if you're going to date a girl who's younger than you, don't be doing it as some type of victory party or whatever you're doing. Be, and I'm paraphrasing what I said. I said, don't be doing that. Unless you're serious about dating this girl, don't be messing with these young girls like this. You know, it's time for all of us to understand that Christianity is real. So I spent the entire two hours talking about Jesus and the great I am and basically preaching. To be honest with you, that's what I did. That's what I always do. And it's something that has to become real to you in your life. Guys, when you understand that an omnipresent being went to the cross for you, he loved you that much, and that he continues to lead you and guide you by his Holy Spirit. The reality of what he did for you becomes real, especially if you have a prayer time every single day and you seek his will. He will guide you, he will lead you, he will direct you, 
He will bless you. He will help you. He will teach you. He'll do everything you want. But you got to be in a relationship with God Almighty. It's not about a religion. It's about a relationship. It's very, very important that we understand that. And that's why I talk about Jesus, the Lord of all, the resurrection of life, the King of kings and the Son of God, every single show. Now, I've had people say, well, I can't listen to your show. It's too religious. My response is always, okay, listen to somebody else who wants to talk about heathen stuff. Whatever. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to change what I feel God has led us to do. And that's why you can always count on consistency from me and Austin, consistency from me, consistency from Austin, because we're always on the same page together. You know, now another big study just came out, and it said that intelligent design has passed peer review and that life is fine-tuned. And I laugh, intelligent design, which means we were made by a higher being, which means basically we were made by God to me. And there's an, there's, a, there's an article here that says, in his book, The Blind Watchmaker, Richard Dawkins defended biology as the study of complicated things that give the appearance of having been designed for a purpose. Though our generation's arch-atheist recognizes the tendency of human intuition to attribute things wonderful and complex to the work of a designer, he goes on to argue that life is not designed at all. His prior commitment to a worldview that understands the universe to be a product of errors of accidents and natural selection only imitates design is reflected in the book's title, The Blind Watchmaker. For a long time now, the scientific establishment has shared that assumption. In classrooms and peer-reviewed journals, only naturalistic explanations for life are allowed. The U.S. National Academy of Sciences openly admits that this presumption insisting that creationism, intelligent design, and other claims of supernatural intervention in the origin of life are not actual science. But now what they're finding out that the authors of a groundbreaking new paper in the Journal of Theoretical Biology argue precisely this. In it, Steiner Thorvaldsen of Norway's University of Tromoso and Alla Hasser of Stockholm University asked a simple question. Can we detect fine-tuning in biology as we can in physics. In other words, do the chemistry and construction of living things give Darwinian evolution any wiggle room for mistakes? Employing a lot of math, and math too complicated to try to understand, it basically says that, you know, we are a product of intelligence of design. In other words, we were created by God Almighty. See, and that's what I want you guys to understand. We had a professor at Florida State University. He taught us, he, uh, it was, uh, oh gosh, it was, um, Oh, genetics. And I remember one semester, they, somebody asked him about God and about evolution. He said that that theory has been disproven. He goes, in fact, he said in his doctoral dissertation, he had proven that the time required for things to happen by accident for the formation of the universe was not possible because the universe would be actually tens of millions of times older than it is now for all of these probabilities to have taken place. And that he proved scientifically, statistically, and mathematically in his dissertation that it could not have happened that way. Of course, he was dismissed from Florida State University the following semester. Of course, he was going against the mainstream dogma that still encroaches in his built affiliates, still permeates you know, the greater centers of learning, which I don't consider greater centers of learning any longer. They're greater centers of basically propaganda. So what we have to understand is this. If we took the most complex watch ever built, okay, and it's in a thousand pieces, and we take it and we take it all apart in pieces and we shake it up in a bag and we throw it up in the air, we're going to believe it's going to land as a finely tuned timepiece. 
and it would never happen. You think, what's wrong with you? Why do you think that's going to happen? It can't do that. That's the same thing with biology. That's the same thing. Our knees, our shoulders, our joints, our kidneys, everything is so advanced, it's unbelievable. We were divinely made in the image of the great I am. I mean, we're in his image. We were created by the creator of the universe, God Almighty. And always remember that, because we were called to a higher purpose. And if we understand that, then we can look at what's going on in this world, and we can see the mess that we see with this election, and all the things that are going on, and this Rothschild, Kabbalist group who want to dominate and control all of us through AI, and realize, hey, I'm not going to participate. Hey, I'm not going to wear a mask. And hey, how about this? How about I'm going to continue to pray, and I'm going to continue to be a Christian, and I'm going to glorify Jesus Christ and the great I am, because because God wants to take each one of us, that's you, and that's me, and he wants to walk in the cool of the garden and hang out with us and talk to us every single day. Now think about this for a second. This is the creator of the universe. He's the one who put this giant system into place and built it. He's the one who created you and me. And he so loves you that he wants to hang out with you and have a little chit-chat every day. Hence, in the middle of a prayer, my wife and I get the exact same vision simultaneously. We both bind it in Jesus' name because we, don't, we know that's not what's good. We do not want this to happen. And all of a sudden, we both look at each other and we say, this is exactly what we both saw at the exact same time. That's God. And he'll do that for every single person listening. But he wants a relationship with you. So every single day, you pray. I've taught you guys how to pray so many times. Pray in the affirmative of what you want. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, comma, because that's the way I want it to be. I commit my plans to the Lord, comma, because that's the way I want it to be. Whatever you speak in a prayer, you say, that's because that's the way I want it to be. And then you'll understand that's why Sharon and I together, when we had that vision with Katy Perry, we both said, I bind that in Jesus' name. And we said it simultaneously. simultaneously. It was one of the most unique experiences I've ever had in a prayer time. Think about that for a second. You know, we're not, neither one of us even realizing the other had the exact same vision. So this is the reality of who God is and what God will do for you and for me and for all of us. If you're talking to people, you need to be talking to them about Jesus. You do, if they're not saved. Because it's your purpose in life. You go, well, now you're preaching too much today, Ted. Well, just, you're going to have to deal with it. I'm still under the anointing from that prayer we had this morning. And this is the way I like to live my life, being led by God's Holy Spirit. So Austin's absolutely right, guys. When it comes to tracking, when it comes to cookies, when it comes to these guys trying to implement you into their 5G, 6G system, say no. Say no every single time when they ask you for cookies. Also, what do you think of what's your next story, bud? Uh, you're exactly right. I mean, and that's kind of what we've consistently been pushing and talking about for months and months and months, shoot, years. But, you know, recently really pushing the aspect of standing up for truth and trying to make a difference. The problem is the large percentage of people have become so complacent because it's easier to just go along with the you know, the the normal actions of everything. I mean, you got Hawaii now. The Hawaii governor has now come out now and said there's too much 
misinformation about what county mass mandates have in the different islands of Hawaii. So he's doing a multi-island-wide mask mandate now, along with the mandatory quarantine. That's already been in place. But now apparently, if you get caught wearing a mask in a business, or you, excuse me, you get caught not wearing a mask in a business or a public setting, they can fine you up to $5,000 now in Hawaii. That's what they're saying now. This, this is a, this is a island-wide, multi-island-wide, all across, which is so stupid because they can't even fudge the numbers in Hawaii. Hawaii's been dropping cases lower and lower and lower and lower because you gotta think, there's pretty small population on Hawaii, okay? Let's do the math on this. There's a small population. There's not a whole lot of travel and a whole lot of vacationing going on in Hawaii right now. Most people aren't going to Hawaii for anything. So you have the general population of Hawaii there. At a certain point in time, everybody's either gonna have it, gotten over it, been exposed to it, contracted it or died from it. Let's just be honest. It's going to be pretty much natural selection. So the fact that they're forcing people to try to wear masks that don't work and don't protect you from viral you know, exposure whatsoever and finding people just shows you it's all about draconian control. I don't even know what to say with these guys over there right now. I mean, I'm, it's insane. But again, remember, this didn't start this way from the very beginning. Everybody was so compliant and was so easy going with it, and they had people going around, remember, spying on people? They had groups spying on people on social media to see if they were social distancing or not self-quarantining when they got to the island. Could you not? Now you have over in Las Vegas, this is crazy now, they tweeted, the governor tweeted last week in Las Vegas, he said that our business license officers and compliance ambassadors are continuing to visit 300 businesses per day to ensure they were following the recent directives. And it shows photos of them. These guys walk around in this little, little outfit, little badge, little name tag, you know, blue shirt, tucked in khakis, walking around with sunglasses on, looking like he's actually somebody important. And they're called compliance ambassadors. And what's interesting is they, they are not there to enforce the directive. They are there to observe behavior and verify whether any violations are occurring whatsoever. If there's enforcement action needed, they bring in the business license officer who comes in and can actually suspend your business license in Las Vegas at the drop of a hat if you are not being compliant or if the compliance officer views you doing something that is not within the ranges. Guys, this is going into full-blown East Germany now. This is, this is going to Stasi Germany. You've got rolling patrols of groups now, of snitch brown shirts that are walking in to make sure you're not doing anything. Um, sir, listen, I see someone in the back over there. They don't have their mask on. Check. Uh, you are not following all your directives you're told to. You will have essentially a business license officer be involved in contacting you shortly to let you know of what your violation, what your fine, and what your penalties are going to be for that individual not wearing a mask over there. This is why you've gotten some areas now in the country of people that are going full-blown tyrannical as far as trying to wear masks in businesses because they're so scared they're going to get their business shut down. This is how they're continuing to do it. Now, again, you have places like Florida that there can be no 
violation technically as far as restriction or input or fine over mask, yet you have businesses that are still compliant from it. Yesterday, my wife was in Tampa. She had to go over there to meet one of her friends, and she stopped by Whole Foods. Now, generally, I'm not a big fan of Whole Foods because Amazon owns Whole Foods, but they had some stuff on sale that she wanted to stock up on, some veggies over there, so she stopped by real quick, and she's checking out, right? Now, she's been in the store for 30 minutes. Not a single incident with any employees. Everybody's wearing masks with her, but the employees have not said anything. They've actually been quite helpful, she said. They showed her a bunch of stuff in this because she never goes over there. She's checking out. She's at the register checking out with her buggy, pulling out cash, paying the clerk. And all of a sudden, she hears from behind her. She goes, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, ma'am. And Lana turns around like, okay, you're talking to me? She goes, uh, can I help you? And it's an employee, or it's not an employee, it's a customer pushing her buggy out. Some big, obese white woman who basically thinks she's Karen. She goes, excuse me, ma'am, you need to have a mask on now. And Lana looks back at her and goes, you're talking to me? She goes, yes, you, you need to have a mask on. She goes, for your information... I have a medical medical exemption waiver, and you need to mind your own business. And all of a sudden, she said, the whole story, you could drop a pen in it. Lana get real loud. Anybody knows Lana? She's not real big. You know, she, she's like five foot four, 110 pounds. And she got real loud, she said. Didn't, didn't insult her. Didn't use profanity. Nothing. She said, you need to mind your own business. She's like, everybody kind of stopped for a second and looked around. She said, you could hear a pen drop in the, check, in the cashier aisle. And all of a sudden, the lady just put her head down and walked out of the store real fast. And I thought... Kudos to my wife. I'm proud of you on that. And see, this is what we're experiencing even down here in Florida with no type of enforcement whatsoever on masks. You now have these brown shirt Stasi neo-Nazis, essentially is what they are, that they want to run around and try to enforce their will upon everybody and tell everybody what they need to do because they feel like they're the higher power and they're superior. These are the type of people you have to do exactly what Lana did and stand your ground and say no. Now, of course, in some of the communist states that I know a lot of our listeners live in, like California and stuff, where they're going around finding people and stuff, you know, I don't really know what to tell you on that. I know medical exemptions still work. I have one. I know a lot of people that have them. But in my opinion, at this point in time now, somebody says something to me about it, I say it right back to them. And if a store tells me I can't shop, they will never get another penny from me again. We have to start making a stand on this because this is the first phase, as I told you guys yesterday. It's going to get worse. And now we're starting to see, again, like I said, all these incidences in these states. You have like Oregon now, who's limiting groups who can go have Thanksgiving holidays. To the point now, they're saying that in Oregon, if they find out you have more people in your house than you're allowed for Thanksgiving, there's going to be a $1,250 fine. Kid you not. But even Fox News is liberal and as far left as they have turned now, essentially another communist mouthpiece. They actually had an article and they brought it up and they said, isn't there some type of, uh, you know, isn't there an issue here that we're starting to see with going in and contradicting yourself when you have the governor, Kate Brown, Democrat, who's basically told people they can only have six people in their household or two households together for Thanksgiving, but yet there's been zero restrictions on the level of riots and protests all across the state, especially in Portland, still continuing right now. They're still having these protests. Crickets. Nothing. Oh, no, no, it's okay. They, they can do that. They're, they're, they're peacefully protesting with Molotov cocktails and rocks and fireworks. That, that's all. That's peaceful protest. Don't, don't worry about that. Guys, look 
at how they contradict themselves, and it shows you it is nothing about safety, security, protection, or health. It is all about control, and it is all about compliance. And the more that people continue to comply and continue to not stand your ground on your own convictions, the further they're going to poke us back into a corner and poke us and poke us and poke us and poke us until our back's against the wall and there are no other viable options left to expend. And that's the position we do not want to find ourselves in in this country because we already know what happens after that point in time, Dad. Yesterday, your mom was at a place called The Barn here in Central Florida. It's like an antique store. It's a pretty unique place to shop, and a lot of women go there. And yesterday, she took your children, our grandkids, to The Barn Why Lana was running the Whole Foods and doing an errand over in Tampa. Lana being Austin's wife, Sharon being my wife, and Sharon had the same incident happen to her. She had an employee come up to her in the bar and say, you must wear a mask. And Sharon goes, no, I'm not going to wear a mask. You must. No, I don't. I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm going to spend money here, but I'm not going to wear a mask. And so the guy kind of walked away. And she said that everybody was walking up to her in the barn and like, whoa, running away from her when they saw that she didn't have a mask on, unless she's some kind of contagious person with leprosy. This is the extent of their resolve. Again, <laughs> Sharon was the only person with Hunter and Kendall had didn't have masks on either in the barn without a mask on. And we live in a state that you cannot be fined for not wearing a mask. And yet, we have people who continually, continually, continually believe this lie. So we have to ask ourselves a question. Has Edward Bernays and his brainwashing of America that started 100 years ago, with him absolutely hammering Germany and the German people in all of this negative publicity to try to get the United States into World War One? this is what happened, and Woodrow Wilson actually hired him and got involved with him as far as promoting this negative German propaganda into the marketplace until finally the United States is dragged into World War I via the Balfour Declaration to basically bring Israel into being, to have a massive persecution start against Jews to turn Palestine into Israel again, which is the whole point of this. Edward Bernays was a Kabbalist, Sabbatean Kabbalist Frankist, so was Sigmund Freud, his cousin, and they both worked together to help subject the population of the planet to slavery, to controlling your very thoughts, your very actions, what you're going to purchase, what your desires are going to be. And this has been culminated now in this social media score and everything else that's happening in China being brought into the United States to control our buying habits. Yesterday, a Chinese church was raided, and the pastor was arrested, and six parishioners were basically taken away. And this is a big church in China. And finally, one of them said, we don't know what to do because being a Christian now affects our social credit score. Think about that for a second. So are they going to use that against us because we talk about Jesus as a strike against us on our credit score? Absolutely, yes. I'm telling you, they're going to. Why? Because they don't want you believing in Jesus. Tapper, this is this is this. These guys nauseate me. Christmas. This is a guy from CNN host Jake Tapper. T a p p e r writes off the holiday season as Dr. Fauci tells him new COVID restrictions will last well into next year, including continual mask wearing after the vaccine. Okay. Fauci warned that when a vaccine arrives, it's not going to be a light switch. 
CNN staffer replied, oh, so not until the second or third quarter of 2021, though Christmas is probably not going to be possible? Wait a minute. Whether you want to have Christmas or not doesn't mean anything to the Western civilizations. December 25th is Christmas. Well, let's stop for one second. Let's go figure out who Jake Trapper is. This is just really important. He was born in New York City. You raised in Queens, Philadelphia, Queen Village. He's a son of Theodore and Helen Ann Tapper. And basically, uh, his parents are, are Jewish. And, uh, yeah. So, so, or is he a Kabbalist also? Well, the Jews really don't like Christmas. Just to be blank, frank with you guys. Now, a lot of them will celebrate the holidays because of Hanukkah with their families and all that. I remember years ago, I sent out a, Merry Christmas card to a Jewish friend who promptly responded to me, we don't believe in Christmas, we don't celebrate that. And I thought, it's not the point of the card, but it's the season. Oh, okay, well, we're okay with that then. I'm like, whatever. So now Tapper's telling us that we can't have Christmas because Fauci has said we can't have Christmas. Well, that's just really odd to me. By the way, panic buying is starting again. Uh, no toilet paper, Sam's again. Uh, panic buyers across the U.S. are emptying shelves for toilet paper, food, disinfectant. As 40 states see daily record increases in cases, and 20 states report all-time highs in deaths in COVID. It's all lies, guys. This is not ha- it's not happening anywhere. You tell me where the bodies are in the streets. Bring out your dead, bring out your dead. Are we seeing that anywhere? No, no, no. This entire thing, this is the chance for the elites to impose totally unprecedented social controls on the population. That's what this is. They want to bypass our rule of law, our democracy, and they want to change everything that could form with their weird uh, academic theories that have never been tested in the real world, and by the way, don't actually make any sense. This is their big chance. This is a partial quote from Tucker Carlson. You say, well, what does that mean, weird academic theories? Well, you know, we had a little joke when I was in college at Florida State. Because, you know, I was up there for a long time. I have three degrees from Florida State. And I remember we used to say, those that do, do, those who can't teach. That's, that was what we said in college. Because so many of these professors had weird academic theories that would never work in the real world. It would never work in the real world. You couldn't make it work this way. I remember when Rodney Dangerfield, that movie, uh, Back to School, it was one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. It was really funny. And he's a super successful multimillionaire. He goes back to school to try to help his son get through college. And this, he's taking this marketing class, and this professor's giving him all the ways to manufacture and make a company and do widgets and all the other kind of stuff. And Rodney goes, wait a minute, you're forgetting all this stuff. And he gives him a whole list of the stuff in the real world that you've got to deal with when you have a business. Like, you know, you got to take out the trash. you got to pay for trash pickup. you know, you got to have liability insurance. Somebody's got to pay the utility bill, and, you know, somebody's got to come in and clean the place and empty out the trash cans, and, 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 and. Well, these guys who are academicians, that's what they're called, they're basically in the ivory tower of academia their entire lives, if they ever tried to put a business together, most of them would fail miserably because they don't have the skill set to do that. They have the academic mindset of how to do it, but when they try to do it in the real world, it doesn't work. Hence, here comes the rub. The rub is most of these guys are communists in these major universities. They're socialists. 
and they basically have been compromised deeply because of the Cloward and Piven strategy and also the Frankfurt School's influence and the communist influence in the educational systems. So they think they can do all of this stuff and make money in the real world, and they can't. And when Tucker Carlton says they're weird, the ideas of what reality needs to be that, can, that are completely strange and can't work, he's absolutely right. They see this as the opportunity now to impose a social system, a totally unprecedented social control on the population in order to bypass democracy and change everything to conform with their weird academic theories that have never been tested in the real world. And by the way, actually, they don't even actually make any sense. This is their chance. So they're sitting there chafing at the bits going, we get to impose tyranny on the general population now to see if these theories that we've been teaching all of these years actually work. I got a newsflash for them. They really, really don't work if you get them into the real world. By the way, Israel says now that the IDF, the Israeli Defense Forces, have targeted more places in Syria. You're saying it's the Iranian areas that they basically are attacking and not letting everybody know that Israel and Syria share the same border. And they've had literally hundreds of attacks into Syria. And their greater Israel program includes the incorporation of Syria into the geographical boundaries of Israel. And now they're saying that there's a high probability that Saudi Arabia may attack Iran in the next few weeks before Trump leaves office. And remember, Saudi Arabia is allies with Israel, and Saudi Arabia is all put together with the fall of the Ottoman Empire through the British in line with the Balfour Declaration and with Israel, in case you wonder why those two are buddies. So we're seeing all of this stuff happening as we speak. But in the meantime, we're basically being told, you know, trust the plan. Trust the plan. It's the plan, the plan, the plan. Now, release the Kraken. We're waiting for the Kraken to get released, by the way. And, you know, it's all these crazy things. Oh, the ballots are all watermarked. Yeah, whatever. All of this stuff is being used, again, as obfuscation. So if they decide they want to give this, the Kabbalists, that is, if they decide they want to give Trump the election, they give it to him. If they don't want to give them the election they want to give it to, the pervert sniffer and his hoe running mate, they can give it to them. So, again... We're being completely and totally manipulated, you know, by the media, by the communists, by the seven corporations controlled by the cabals who own the media. And that's why I thank God Almighty, I really do, all the time, that we still have a remnant left of all media. I mean, there's actually still a few of us out there telling the truth. Not very many of us, but we're still out here. Most of us have been shadow banned. And by the grace of God, you guys have forwarded the show to all of your lists and all of your lists are forwarding it to their lists, and the show's getting bigger and bigger and bigger because we're telling the truth. I'm not playing the little social media game with you guys and saying, oh, we can't talk about this today. I don't do that. We talk about everything on this show. I even tell you about a supernatural experience in my prayer time this morning. I talk about everything. And some of you go, well, I don't think you should do that on a show. Well, okay, great. That's fine. You can go listen to some other Zionist-promoting show. I don't care what you do. But I'm, 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 I'm going to keep bringing honor and glory to God. Because thou shalt call his name Jesus, the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith. Austin, what's your next story? What do you think, bud? Well said, absolutely. No, there's there's no doubt about it. We have to continue to be getting this information out there and trying to do the best we can to just 
spread positivity and truth. That's one thing if anybody has noticed right now that has become insanely prevalent, and that's the aspect of negativity. Realistically, I mean, people realize that. Everything you pretty much see in the media now is designed to make you mad. They're constantly showing videos and comments and phrases and speculating about all kinds of different things, most of which haven't happened or probably not even going to happen. I mean, I've seen this now with all this stuff. Biden's going to do this and Biden's going to do this and Biden's going to do this. Guys, dude, we are still figuring out what's going on with this doggone election. Everybody's freaking out now about what Biden's going to do. We don't even know what's going to happen with this thing with Trump and, and Biden still. I can tell you right now, it's going to be a whirlwind over the next four to six weeks. I've already told her by that. you got a whole lot of stuff coming in play before the end of the year. But on top of that, we have to continue to maintain a peace of mind. You know, that's why I always say this, and I will continue to say it. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of sound mind. When you allow your body to be ruled by fear, not only do you make incredibly bad decisions, but you stress yourself out. You get your cortisol up. You cause your body to not sleep very well. You can start having issues with heart and blood pressure, and the list goes on. Fear is only helpful in some certain cases like having a healthy fear of not walking into a bonfire and burning yourself because you know, hey, that fire's hot. It's like a child. Oh, don't cross the road. They have a healthy fear to not walk out on the road because a 5,000-pound car is going to flatten you out like a pancake if you walk out in front of it. Those are things that say, okay, that's something I need to be mindful of. But walking around in every day, shaking and shuddering and being so terrified that you got to tell people like they did to mom yesterday, you just need to stay social distance from all of our customers. Really? That's, that's how you're going to treat your customers? That's how you're going to treat your clientele? I, mean, I, I can't even imagine treating my customers like that. I mean, everybody knows, but I, I have tons of our listeners. They've come in here to the office numerous times. If I'm not busy on a show or on a conference call or something, I always try to go out of my way to talk to everybody. Shake everybody's hand. Talk to them for a little bit. See where they're from. Learn something about them. I mean, you're our customers. You, I mean, you are health masters. You're part of us. And so to see this happening now where these people are promoting such negative energy and such fear, it boggles my mind. Honestly, it really does. But when you start realizing that that's what the agenda is designed to promote, that's exactly what they're trying to instill because – a fearful population is an easily controlled population. Somebody that's walking around all day constantly in fear that they're going to get an invisible virus that they can't see, they can't hear, they can't taste, they can't smell, they can't touch, and they have no idea, and every single person is a potential carrier. I don't get close to anybody and wear my mask because I want to be a good peasant. That's, that, is that the way you want to live? I mean that sincerely. It's a direct question. Is that really the way you want to live? I mean, to me, that's not, I'd rather go home to be with Jesus. If that, that's the way you plan on living the rest of your life, walking exactly around right. and crouched over, timid little sheep. Oh, don't get near me. Oh, you're not six feet away from me because we know at five feet I can track the virus. I mean, we, we crack jokes everywhere we go about stupid stuff like that. We're always cutting up about it. Why? Because... A, that's the only way for me to really deal with a lot of it most of the time is just joke about it because it's gotten so silly and idiotic. And quite frankly, laughing and joking and being happy is a much, much healthier frame of mind to be in instead of walking around, cowered around in fear with a mask on your face, sucking down CO2 all day. It doesn't make sense to me. And so when you see these things that are going on, and now you see this Pfizer-Moderna COVID vaccine, 
basically the results now I've, I've talked about this briefly yesterday but I'm going to talk about it again that the results remember I told you guys yesterday or two days ago the Pfizer 90% effective rate and the Moderna 95% effective rate I said I can guarantee you there's some fraudulent fudged numbers in that research that they're coming out with right now I guarantee you now it's basically coming out now that the results are not based on any peer-reviewed science whatsoever. They have not had any peer-reviewed journals actually look over this and say, no, that's accurate. This is their own doing by their own scientists and their own labs and their own controlled study. Nobody is allowed to look at it, critique it, or peer-review it at all so far. So we're going to see if they're actually going to release this stuff. And now, again, as I've told everybody as well, remember, they have already stated that these vaccines that are going to be released, there is zero liability to the manufacturer whatsoever. It does not matter what happens, how sick somebody gets, if they die, if they're permanently injured. does not matter. Zero liability on an FDA fast-track approval. So you already know now they have zero, zero requirement to produce a healthy, safe vaccine. Zero. There's none. There is not a single chance, not a snowball's chance in Florida on a blacktop asphalt in August that they care one bit about producing a safe vaccine. It would be, again, I've used this analogy before, it would be all of a sudden, like, we say, hey, you know what, the vehicle motor company, Ford, GM, and so forth, we're going to limit them from any and all liability whatsoever. If you're driving down the road and your F-150, brand new F-150, brakes lock up and your truck flips and the seat belt doesn't work and the airbags don't deploy and you die in a fiery burning pile, you, you can't sue Ford for that, guys. Listen, they're, they're exempt. So is GM. They're all exempt from any liability whatsoever. And we start having people all over the country dying in automobile vehicle acts that were no fault except the manufacturer due to faulty, negligent parts in the vehicle. And everybody said, golly, we're having tens of thousands of people seriously injured and dying every single year due to this. No, guys, it doesn't matter. You cannot hold them liable whatsoever. They are exempt from all liability. Do you really think Ford and GM are going to care about producing quality parts at any point in time? I mean, for the most part? I mean, to some degree, yeah, they may have some, oh, we're going to produce it because it looks cool. No, but they don't care. doesn't matter if everybody dies in it. They can't be held liable. Can you imagine what happened to the automotive vehicle industry and the quality control? It would be horrific. Every vehicle would be falling apart going down the road after 10 to 20 years. They didn't care. This is what the vaccine manufacturers have literally done to a T. They've been given carte blanche immunity by Congress to produce a compound that they're forcibly doing in some states and telling you you can't get out of it. And when your child or you get sick or die or have serious adverse effects, yeah, that's, don't worry about that. You can't, there's nothing to do about it. You need to go file a claim in the vaccine court and will let you know basically you're like one out of a hundred if you actually even your court or your your file even gets reviewed and if it does it's another like one to fifty chance that it's actually going to even be paid out and if it is paid out it's taxpayer money 
so they could care less what happens to any of it. Wake up, my friends, and get this information out there, Dad, because I I know you're the same way with me. You and I, we both, everywhere we go, we're always cutting up about stuff like this and talking about it. The more you talk about it and the more you call it out for what it is in public, the more people, it, it encourages them because the people that are too timid to say anything but they really want to but they don't want to deal with the blowback, they start realizing, they go, oh, these guys are talking about it. They're joking about it. And they're right. That's why I told you. I went to that hatchet right. thing. The guy walks out with a mask on. I said, please take that off. That offends right. me. And we all joke about it. He goes, oh, thank you. I, I know you feel the same way, Dad. And so, again, thank you for all of our listeners and our support. What's your next story, bud? Well, Sharon just walked up to me with a note and says, promote S.T. Brower, B-R-O-E-R. That's Sharon <laughs> T. Ted. I'm just telling you it was the next thing. S.T. Brower, you know, for Instagram, S-T-B-R-O-E-R. Uh, she basically sends out really encouraging, positive information every single day, and I'm sure that our prayer time this morning will be talked about on her Instagram today. By the way, Paul Craig Roberts came out with a really good article. He said, I told you this would happen. White Americans are on the road to being dispossessed, and which means replaced, taken away, whatever. Biden has appointed a radical slavery reparations advocate to his Treasury Department transition team, Masaira Baradadan, a UCLA professor who's an advocate of reparations as a way to correct white supremacy. Now, I mean, I don't really know what to do about all of this because, you know, I'm white. I'm really happy I'm white. And if I was black, I'd be really happy I was black. And if I was Hispanic, I'd be really happy that I was basically Hispanic. But apparently we can't feel that way anymore. See, but he goes on to say, he goes, facts no longer matter in America. They do not matter in the universities or the educational system any more than they do in the media and politics. We live in a world spun out of lies concocted to demonize white people. The punishment for telling the truth is to be canceled, which is what happened to the few honest journalists and professors as is happening right now to President Trump. White Americans are so brainwashed that they sit there sucking their thumbs while a coup unfolds before their eyes. Democrats are dumping huge amounts of money into the runoffs for the U.S. Senate in Georgia. Having stolen the presidential election, the Democrats take these seats. The Democrats will have the entire government, and what is left of the United States will be dismantled. Guys, we got a mess going on right now in the United States. And sadly, the vast majority of white people have been so beaten down and told them that their white privilege has basically allowed them to become a racist, you know, Obama said the other day the only reason Trump was elected was a racist response to having a black president. What an idiot this gay Kenyan with his transgender wife is. Unbelievable weirdos running the government. But guys, it doesn't have to be that way. Regardless of your ethnic background, be proud of who you are because you were created in the image of the Most High God. No matter what color you are, what race you are, you're God's creation in his image. Be proud of who you are. Be proud of what he's done in your life, that you're blessed to be in a country, in a world that still gets to talk about Jesus, at least <laughs> sometimes. Of course, I'm never going to stop. I'll continue to proclaim the name of Jesus all the days of my life. Because remember, guys, this is the day the Lord hath made, and I will rejoice and I will be glad at it. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. God bless. Yeah, absolutely. And again, we just continue to try to encourage everybody. Stand up for what you believe. Continue to keep your immune system strong. Exercise. Get in cardio in shape. We had another lunge session last night with cardio and lunges and big leg workout with me and one of my buddies. And 
he was he came and we got done he's like man he, he was woke <laughs> he got done he's like man he's like i uh i feel so much better that i've been training again over the last couple of months with you and i said well yeah i said good man i said appreciate it i said it's because you know the body's designed to be active the body's designed to have a function immune system the body's designed to have key nutrients like vitamin c and d3 and b vitamins in its system on a regular basis that's what our bodies were meant to have god made us this way for a reason and for some odd reason you know the american populace has not all of us but some of the american populace has rolled into this thinking that you know you can pretty much eat mcdonald's drink diet sodas lay on the couch all day and you're just going to miraculously stay healthy and in good shape the rest of your life and pretty much anybody that has experienced anything as far as with health or whatever realizes that's a complete and total lie and so again your health is your own responsibility your family's health is your responsibility. Your children's health is your responsibility. It's time to take matters into your own hands and continue to be self-sufficient on what we need. And so, again, I thank everybody that supports Health Masters. Let us know. Call us up if you need anything. Be sure to check out ST Bro on Instagram if you want to basically send a message to her on anything or, you know, whatever it is. If you have any questions about health problems or health issues that you need advice on, especially we don't give medical advice we don't get pharmaceutical advice if you have any questions feel free to give us a call up here at health masters be sure to check out the product of the week it looks like the eyesight formula really popular product actually one product of the week so that'll be going up for sale on there be sure to check out the magnesium brain food on the super sale right now for 12 percent off along with multiple other food bucket specials and kits on the website right now so thank you again for the support continue to encourage people continue to make your voice heard you have the right to speak your mind and speak the truth. You have the ability to consent. Please continue to hold to your convictions that you know to be true. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. I appreciate all of you. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Facebook.